Welcome, welcome back to Friends for Life or Die Trying, the podcast. I'm your host, Darrell, a.k.a. God of the Mute Button, a.k.a. the nastiest prophet you'll ever find in your mother effing life. Uh, and today I brought with me the crew. It's your boy Darnell, a.k.a. God of Soundboard, a.k.a. Soundboard ain't working today, so don't ask me no goddamn questions. Uh, next to me, I got yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your boy Julius, oh. aka Mr. R and B himself. Okay. AKA Master Wow. Uh the nasty deacon. Mm. Um Yeah. <laughs> Besides you, we have AKA my dial up is slow. Mm. Mm. My bad, Jim. My bad. Hey, it's your boy T to the J to I got the glow ray. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, that was trash. We definitely got to work with you. Next to me, I got. What's up? It's your girl, Lahai, a.k.a. Lahayam, a.k.a. Nina with the Nina. You can follow me on Twitter. A.k.a. Sister Jenkins. And I really missed telling Nina to get the sage, bro. I really <laughs> right, do. Right, right, right. Oh, sage. We need course. She must have saged it all out. We need <laughs> sage. I think last time I was there, I think I did see her sage was a little, little extra. Yeah, um, I think we're all saged out for real, for real. <laughs> um, and of course, bro, we got... This guy. Oh, uh, we have Chris <laughs> in the background. Sir Chris. Mr. Info himself. Uh, welcome, <laughs> Uh, I'll have your sound. Welcome. We're going to get that right next show. All right, guys, we're doing this over Zoom, so excuse all the bad quality, all the mistakes that are about to be uh, had up in this piece. Um, This is a judgment-free zone, so allow us to be ourselves. God bless. And without uh, any further ado, let's jump in here, guys. Welcome back. It's been a long time. Corona has uh, definitely been a long time. Should have left you. Wow, dude, I see nothing. I said you listened to. No, I'm sorry. go ahead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> corona has definitely came through and and laid the, took us to Pound Town, if we should say. Wow, what? Um, oh. Nothing coming to Pound Town on me. You know, Corona no, came through and put Correct. us on lockdown, lockdown. It's a little different right. out in these streets now. Um, with that being said, I don't think that we'll ever go back to the way we were living before this, guys. We were living obviously wrong. God did enjoy it. So uh, we got a new way of living, guys. How you guys feel about this uh, wearing mask? Better yet, how has the uh, corona affected everyone? Good, bad? I hate it here. Different. <laughs> I love it here. <laughs> it's different. Um, I hate it here. Ain't nothing really changed for me. So TJ still living this trash waste? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Go to work every day. I wouldn't say we were living wrong either. I think we've just been spoiled with how. Yeah, I definitely felt like it was really crazy at the beginning, but I'm already like really weird about germs and stuff. So I was already like ready to start wiping all my stuff down, spraying everything down with Lysol. 
The only problem that I had is I felt like for my daughter, it's not fair. Like I've had a childhood. I've gone through school and, you know, had in the end of the year parties and things mm. like that. So that was something that she missed out on. And so for that, that made me feel, you know, a little sad for her. But we've just been trying to do our own thing on this end. You know what I mean? Like trying to just get in some activity where we can. Okay. Um, so. Jew? Um, I guess it has affected me a lot. Oh, um, man. It's affected me. I mean, just saying, like, at work, um, there's more precautions. I mean, I have a mask that I have to wear no. constantly Dang. all day. Right. Yep, um, that's technically it's not healthy to human beings to have masks on to cover in their, like, you know, it's blocking their carbon dioxide. Um, it's, or it's, oxygen, it's too. Big, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, doesn't it, it create um, hot breath? Well, maybe <laughs> like your carbon, your carbon, um, like your, uh, yeah, well, your oxygen and also other stuff goes along with it. But I mean, yeah, yeah, to, I, I yeah. Mean, it's just not natural for a human being to have their mouth covered all day. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so it has an effect because, I mean, it has effects on your, your brain, it has an effect on your breathing, That's facts. it affects, it, it creates migraine. That's facts. Um, well, so, I mean, can you it, avoid it, it, not having, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Can you avoid not having it on all day? Like, are there times where you can, like, take it off, do it, like, take a breather? Well, Ben's though, my work, I have to, like, at least take it off to, to talk on the phone. So, Mm-hmm. I actually have times that I actually I pull it down to like I can breathe through my nose. Right, lucky you. Um, I would say that uh, Corona has been uh, it's been really tough on a lot of people, man. But it's been a blessing in disguise for you, boy. You know, I've been enjoying I've been enjoying my time here, guys. Uh, <laughs> um, That's a good thing. Yeah, you know, your boy got about at least like a good two months off. Chilling, you know, got paid still, was chilling. Yeah, you know I mean, um, sounds but, like a uh, real life. I didn't have off, but I definitely had a lot of time. You know, um, I don't really mind wearing the whole mask on the face thing. It doesn't really bother me. I'm down for that type of stuff. I'm, I'm all good. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, Rel's not, Rel's not a real people person, so that makes sense. He doesn't really nah, care how people look at him. What were you saying? Nah, wear, wear twelve hours, and then talk to me. Well, I gotta wear it ten hours out of a day. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah. I break, trash. Right? Yeah. So yeah but here's the thing: with my breaks, the the where that we break at, there's not enough room for people to be spread. So you gotta wear the mask during your break. God, I'll you see y'all. Well, fee for lunch. It's. Let's just say I work with a few people who don't really believe in this whole this whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. You know, me, I normally just keep my mask on. You know, I, I normally eat at a later time. But um, it's definitely for my job, uh, mask on, like, the majority. So you can't step outside and get some air? You can, but uh, they'll try to kill you for that. Oh, so oh. you're back at work. Facts. So you were off of work at one yes, point. facts. Okay, see, because I've been home this whole time, and I was just telling one of my girlfriends yesterday, I was like, there's a difference between the people that have been home and the people that have just been out. So I think most people that have been out, they still have some type of quality of life, and they mm-hmm. and like things have not really changed for them. But like people like me, that I've been home since March 17th, 
it's completely different. I mean, I work from home, but like, we're not doing like any like outside activities. I also live in a county that just got out of the red on Friday. Mm. So, um, you know, I think like it's different here. And it's scary because the cases are still going up. Like, obviously, they're only sending us back out because the economy is bad. That's right. But the corona cases are still going up. There has not been a cap to it yet. That's fact. No. Um, it's, 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 it's a little different. I mean, it really changes the way America's been living. Me, I've always been in a house. So, like, this ain't really nothing to you, boy. Nothing really changed on that aspect for me. But it's a little weird that I can't... Well, now, me and my wife went out yesterday because we had to get some stuff to do our yard. But we're able to get in stores without a line now, so that makes me happy. But there's still no type of social distancing going on inside of stores, you know? Like, uh, we were standing in line. There was a, another couple that was, like, right on my neck. Like, brother, can I get some room? Just a little bit. Um, I would have said something. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, so, yeah, it's a little different, but hopefully this passes. I don't think we'll ever, again, we're never going to go back to how it was before. But, um, you know, hopefully we I get think, to the I point. I think we will. No, nah, I don't think we're going back. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely go back. We'll, we'll go back. It's just going to take a, take some time. I think with this, it makes the kids appreciate being outside. Before we were in time where the kids love being inside. So I think when it does go back, it will have more people outside, but it will go back to normal. It's just going to take a minute. Like These type of things are something you want to prevent happening for this reason because it takes a while to get it out. And when you finally get it out, you know, it's just, just going to take a well, with me, I work in workforce development. So okay, workforce. a big thing that they were saying is that things are going to change like, and be totally different than what it was before as far as the uh, way employers amen. provide jobs when it comes to remote work, when it comes to crowded mm-hmm. people. So at one point, my job would have like a footprint of like 300 people coming in and, and like within like a three to five day like time period. They will never allow that to be like that again. So they're changing that to where you have to have like set appointments and things like that. And they're saying even after there's a vaccine, there has to be a way to control like a mass like pandemic like in the future or at least try to be proactive about it. So those things are going to be a little bit different. The change is that. uh, I got you next, Chris. I think the change is that <laughs> that um we we won't we won't it won't be any more ignoring how many people have it. So now it'll be more spacious. And then the, the other thing that worked out for the companies is that they see that it's successful having people work from home, so they can actually get a lot more done. Which if you look at it on a a, a top business level, that get to cut a big cost of having people in the office. If you can uh, put some money into making sure your network is strong enough, and you can have a lot more people at home. Um, so that that will have changed. I think you'll be more, and anywhere you go, it'd be more spacious with people being there. Even at your your restaurants to your clubs, uh, your clubs may be the only place it still get a little crowded when we get back to super normal. But for the most part, I think the new change will be that everything has to be spaced out versus being crowded and everybody's in one building now. That, I, oh, sorry, Chris, you. I got you next. It's never going back to being the same. Thank you. Because once we're in the green phase or whatever, we'll be like two months away from the next flu season. That's facts. As soon as a lot of people start getting sick and they'll start uh, mislabeling it, the coronavirus will be back on lockdown for another six months. And then we'll just keep getting government checks. 
Yeah, but see, the way y'all looking at y'all think about right now, I'm talking about later down the road, not not next month, not next year. I mean, eventually it's going to get back to normal. Now, I think we'll have change. I think obviously the change is that you have to be aware of your surroundings, and I think more businesses won't be so everybody on each other. I don't think you're going to get a lot of business where it's going to be a lot of people in office. You're going to have a lot more working online, working from home, being very more how many people around but there's gonna be a point in time we go back to normal where everybody's gonna be outside it's not gonna be a case of corona it's not gonna be that do i think it's gonna happen within this year and next year no i think we're just gonna be a minute before we get back to normal but i think that's the same thing tj was saying like we will go back to normal well they're gonna have to create a vaccine uh, Jew, they're working on that a little high. Oh, wait, hold on, Jew. They're working on that. Um, obviously, it takes a minute to actually get the vaccine mm-hmm. going, but they are working on it. But just from listening to the news and listening to our governors, listening to different governors, uh, things are going to change. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, you know, I think jobs are actually going to actually take this work from home route, which I think is a good thing. I mean, that's just me, though, but I, I, I think it's a great thing. Uh, Jew, go ahead, get that off your chest. I see you holding on your shoulders. Um, I actually hope and pray that it doesn't go back to normal. Um, I some some type of urgency, some type of uh, alarm that has awakened people to realize that sanitation is important and that it should be more practicing of hand washing. There should be more practicing of sanitizing work environments. There should be this should be already put into. Uh, areas that it's necessary to be. Um, so I hope it doesn't go back to normal. I hope it does change for the good. Well, normal is that, that normal is everybody's going to go back outside the plan. I think we've always we've always known that you're supposed to wash your hands. Now, I think this pandemic has changed your view on not being so careless with it. Now it's like, oh, let me wash my hand. Oh, I just touched this. Let me go make sure I got hand or let me make sure I got sanitizer. I think that changes i don't think you'll go back to your normal being careless i think yeah so. but i'm i'm hoping it's more of a self thing people are aware of their own self of the stuff that they they do normally that they are not aware of i think we're gonna, like when your ass think you know you got a shower like that type of basic stuff like when you use the bathroom and you walk out the bathroom and don't wash your hands like people normally do that i'm gonna be honest with you i think you're gonna have a lot more people to make that change but then you're gonna still have some that aren't I mean, that's just... Because I agree, because there are still people that didn't really take this virus seriously. <laughs> so a lot of people aren't... They don't see a need for change. But I did want to say to your point of, like, um, overall it being different, you have to think about... Remember when 9-11 happened? Fact. That changed the entire way that we conduct ourselves in an airport. It will never go back to how it was. Now, clearly, we're allowed right. to fly and... You know things like that but you have to think of like change like that's the kind of change that i think like we're talking about Fact. like well, right. there are going to be things put in place that are going to be different that's fine right i mean i understand what you're saying like more of a security uh checks in the airport and stuff longer process which i don't know if i want a longer process in the airport where i gotta be there like three hours before the flight takes off i don't know but i think we as people need to be more cautious and, you know, take care of ourselves. But I think it'd go back to normal because if it doesn't, I don't know how we would survive or not we, but like 
particularly like sports. I don't know how they will survive if we really can't go back to normal. Yeah, that's why. That's why I said that there will. It won't be within these next. I say this year, maybe even next year. I, I don't think it's normal, but there's going to be a point in time where in the NFL you're going to have fans back in the stand. In the NBA, you're going to have fans back in the stadium. Virtual fans. And well, it can just be a new normal. It'll be something different. It's a new process than what we had before. When I, I, things like this happen, honestly, like when you sit down in like an actual board meeting, when things like this happen, the biggest part of that meeting is what new processes can we put in place so that this does not happen again? So it's right. not like, I, let's I go back to the old way. Yeah, yeah but I think... I think if you guys really look at it, it's, you can't prevent this. This is something you can't prevent. It's out of our hands. You can have precautions, but you can't prevent it because we've been having viruses and diseases all throughout human life every right. every year or every other year. So, I mean, I agree. It's, just, it's just how, you know, precautions we're going to take it. That's all it is. I know, but precautions are processes. And, and that's what I think, like, we're all saying the same thing. So precautions are definitely processes, but the thing is, um, yes, there will always be something new that's going to happen, right? So Mm -hmm. even though it's not going to be anything new as far as we're used to having diseases, but like you're not going to start randomly seeing a polio outbreak because we put processes in place to avoid having that issue again in the future, which are vaccines, which is why people were so big on when women did it or other people didn't want to get their kids vaccinated and people were so upset. And it's like, we put these processes in place, you know, years ago before you were even born so that this wouldn't happen again. So, um, I do want to say to that whole sports uh, segment there, guys, that uh, I did hear that if you did buy tickets for season games, that if the games were not able to be attended, you would just get a full refund of all the money you paid. I guess they're just going to decide game by game if it's safe for people to attend or not. That's understandable. That's normal, though, when they have, like, a, a situation that the whole league's affected. They normally give you your money back for your season person. Seasonal so what you're saying, that's not good enough? No, I'm saying that's cool. I'm just, I was just tossing it out there. <laughs> no, I'm saying, no, I'm saying to Darnell, he said it uh, as if, like, all right, yeah, that's normal, but that's, we need more. That's not a shock. No, it's not that they need more. Like, they're getting their money back. Um, you spend, like, 1200 and sometimes more, depending on the seat. Uh, yeah, or if you have season tickets. Yeah, for season t- season tickets. Yeah, so I thought that was good that they're reimbursing people. So that's yeah, awesome. You have to. Um, but, uh, I just wanted to say really quick: Did anybody ever see the Drink Champs interview with um, Lamar Odom? You're trash. I'm not gonna lie. I stopped watching Drink Champs a while ago. Well, I just recently saw this one. I stopped watching Drink Champs too, but this was one that I wanted to see. So I, I have a point with this. Shut up. I have a point. <laughs> Are you done, Darnell? No, I'm just wondering. Okay. So he brought um like a VR machine on there where if you bought this machine, you would have like this like real live experience. So yeah, his, the way that yeah, the way that he was pitching it was like, oh, you know, if you pay to like do a day with Beyonce or whatever, she would carry around this little thing. And then it would be like you were with her. So I was just thinking like with games and stuff, if they do have to do some type of virtual option, and this was kind of to what Chris said, like virtual fans, if they have to do that, maybe they could like do something like that to have like a really great experience. Just like you're there, but you're not. 
Probably yeah, they they already have that for the Oculus. You can uh, watch NBA games. Um, see, the thing is, um, with that is um, money. It's a little expensive. Uh, I don't know if the average person can afford, afford that. that. That's facts. And you got to have the yeah. computer to run that. And it's not just the it's not just the the the, the money and all that. So you got to understand that there's some front, there's some things that just crave being in that atmosphere. Right, right. Even the players, too. Yes, the players, too, which is why LeBron was one of the people to be like <laughs> when they first said that they weren't going to do anything. He didn't want to play. He didn't want to do any of that. He wanted to have fans there and play. So that's why I say we're going to get back. Like, you're going to get back to football players in the stands and uh, basketball basketball arenas having fans, like, because the players need that. Not only the players, but if you've been to, like, a playoff game or – or a big game, a rival game, the electricity in that building is just a different experience. Um, oh, electricity. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was so yeah, that was like, wording. <laughs> All right, so just like the just like the twelfth man in Seattle Stadium, that helps that helps him a lot. It's crazy in that stadium. Yeah, I got to go to a Sixers game the, like the day before they had to uh, Philadelphia had to play Vikings. And, like, the city was just super electric. So that's why I said, like, I think we're definitely going to have procedures in, and it's going to be definitely changing that whole territory. But I think, you know, just moving forward, you're still going to get back to your fans being arena. It's just going to take a minute before we can do that because of this pandemic. It's electric. Boogie, woogie, woogie. All right, TJ, guys. Okay. what's in your cup? Mountain Dew. Uh, just uh, Mountain Dew. I'm trying to stay awake. Oh. You know, got this drink in my cup. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, just real quick. I mean, if you look at it, a lot of people have been out these past, you know, week or so with masks on, and you know, a whole bunch of crowd. If they can do that, I, I think they can fill the seats back up. TJ, the call. I've been paying attention to this to see what's what's going to happen. Yeah, but we also gonna have to check these numbers after this epidemic is up, after this riding is over. Uh, well, we well, have to wait and see if the numbers do go up. If they know. even test them, they may not even want to test them because they're not even gonna want the American public to know that the numbers are going up. That's facts. I don't, I don't trust nobody at this point. That's facts. Yeah, Our, but I mean, if you really look at it, though, I mean. Yeah, you might have cases, but the the death toll compared to the amount of number of people in the U.S. alone is very small. I mean, well, you got three hundred and two or three hundred and thirty something million people, and you only have a million cases, and then only a hundred thousand deaths. I mean, that's like a little piece of crumb off of a pie. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, it's sad that people have died from this, but. I think, uh, to me, the media and government is kind of hyping this all the way up. I mean, I think it's real, but I think it's just overblown. Like it's just like the flu. That's all. That's that's how I compare it to. It's not just like the flu, but I do. It, there's like it's just a different type of disease that we haven't seen yet, which is why it's so. Um, which is why oh, oh. It, it sent the world into like a frenzy. But I will say to your point, usually about eight thousand people die um, a day. Right. So Damn. what they said is the reason why this started to cause some concern is because we started to see the death toll go to 10,000 a day. So this was causing an extra 2000 
lives to die daily. And that's when they're like, hold on, we need to try to figure this out because this could eventually become a problem. So I think it's something right. to take seriously, but it's not necessarily something that, you know, we should be afraid of. Right, right. But I think they they made people afraid, though. They did. I agree people. with that. So, yeah. No, nah, and I think uh, this, this, this protest is definitely going to be where you watch from billions of people being around each other. Uh, this is where we'll see, like, how... Because they say, supposedly in the summer, it's supposed to die down. So... We're going to see within when this march comes to calm down and how many people are actually running back in or how many people are dropping off. If you remember when it first got out, people were dropping off, like to the point you were like, whoa, all right, look, I'm staying. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I, I think TJ makes a great point where, like, we'll see what this, this protest coming on because it's a lot of people. Yes, some people have masks on. It's a lot of people I've seen without masks too. So um, we'll see. We just have to watch. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, they let me change my thumbs up skin tone. That's fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, moving forward, guys. Uh, great to see how the corona has changed everyone's life. Um, great. Not great, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I want to change mine. Sorry. I forgot how I did it lot. You'll figure it out, though. I have faith in you. Um, moving forward... <laughs> I'm just going to combine these 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 topics together. Uh, we're just going, you know, let's just jump straight into it. The George Floyd, uh, the Breonna Taylors, uh, uh, who else am I missing? Uh, 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 Aubrey. Uh, the runner, Aubrey. I forget. It's, it wasn't it Ahmaud Aubrey? Yes, Ahmaud yeah, Aubrey. Ahmaud, Ahmaud. Ahmaud. Mike um, Brown. That's that we we know what happened. Let's 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 get into it. We want to kick it off. This, this I just can I just now. say no Go wait can, can I point. just say Go ahead, after all of our conversations, all the times that we talk, all the huffs and puffs and the getting annoyed, but me still pushing the agenda for us to have dialogue and conversation. Mm. I think that it was very important and i think it was kind of like an undercover thing that we didn't even know that we were doing at the time but i think it's a wait what did you say i think it was very important for us to constantly always make sure that that was a topic on our show or always a part of the agenda whether we knew that we were purposely doing it or not my biggest thing with this is Um, obviously consistency is key. So always staying vigilant and never stopping. And even though people may get annoyed or it may seem like, you know, whatever, I think it's really important that, you know, we're drawing our lines in the sand and showing people where we stand and how we feel and constantly like educating ourselves. You sound like my mother-in-law. You guys would uh, do really great on the show together. But she was a large part of the way I started formulating thought when I was a teenager. So I can see. I can see that a lot. <laughs> I can see that. Congrats. Uh I well I'll, I'll go next, man. I just wanna Congrats. say that <laughs> I just wanna say that um uh you know this 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 was heartbreaking for your boy. Um it was this this was a tough one for your boy, you know what I'm saying? And uh I watched the video man and um 
you know, I'm just to a point where, like, you know, what I mean, I'm sick of it. Like, I'm looking, me, I'm, I'm looking for myself for stuff that I can do in my community for other Black folks. You know, I'm now switching to a base of just wanting to support Black businesses only and just support Black people in anything that Black people are doing. You know, what I'm saying because, um, you know, it just hurts to see, you know, people that could be like your brother, your cousin, people that look just like you being dragged through the mud like that, bro. Like. You know, like the, the the shit they do, the shit that they do to us is crazy out here, and I'm glad that it's finally getting to see the light of day. Um, I think all the protests is all over America is beautiful. I'm glad to see white people standing and win with us, but that's not like the highlight for me. The highlight for me is seeing all of my beautiful people come together as one, and 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 really keeping the pressure on niggas' necks. Like that shit is important. Um, I'm glad that we're just keeping the pressure on America that, that that America now has to hold their gang, their government um, to a higher standard. You know what I'm saying? And as long as we keep the pressure on, the change is going to come. But there does have to come a time where we do have to have a real discussion about uh, what's next because we can't mm-hmm. protest forever. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a fair, I'm a, I'm a very very firm believer that. Uh, I, we cannot continue to do what our ancestors did. They took the peaceful route. They sung Negro, Negro, Negro spirituals. That we've done it already. You know what I mean? It, I, so when people was when the looting started, and I understand how people are upset, but when the looting starts and all that, you know, I, you know, it, I think that's just we we're getting aggressive with it. You know what I'm saying? Um, looting isn't new though either, Rel. No, it's, no, no, it's not new. But I'm saying. For people, the, 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 it's not the problem with, uh, some people have a problem with the protest, but a lot of people have a problem when it comes to the looting. What I'm saying is, that doesn't bother me. You know what I'm saying? We just getting aggressive with our, we just getting aggressive with our movement. And right, I, go ahead, Tim. It, it should bother you when it becomes in your own city and you have black businesses that are getting destroyed. That's the only thing that bothers me. You know, don't why are you destroying your own neighborhood? You know, don't destroy it. We got we got up, we got build it. We don't want to destroy our own neighborhood, our own businesses. That's a good point, and I agree with you there. And I agree with you there. I don't agree with destroying the black businesses. But here's the point: most of these cities don't have black businesses. So most of these people have been destroying like Targets, Walmart, shit like that, billion dollar companies who get who got type of protection for riots and all that. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna make all that money back. So that shit doesn't bother me. I love this aggressive protest. I love that we're not backing down. I love that there's been protests every day. I love that the protest is getting bigger and bigger. Like I love the way they were moving, but at the same time, we do gotta have a real discussion. What's next? You know what I'm saying? We can't let this die out like everything else has died out. But we not, gotta, go ahead, that's huh? not fair, though, either, bro, because it does. And I'm I'm all I'm like a 100 percent agree with you. But I want to make sure that like when you're saying things, you're saying it in the right way. It Wait never on. dies out. So what you have to realize is that each generation has their own revelation, like revolutionary like moment or pinnacle yeah. moment. And they have their own way of doing it. it. Yeah, where they can bring about change, right? So I share right. something where each decade there have been protests and marches because of something that was, um, you know, first of all, I'm sorry, because Darnell is distracting me. But um, there was... <laughs> Just got to block them out. Yeah, every decade there's always going to be something where we had something to stand for, something to fight for due to inequality or injustice, right? 
Right. And it doesn't mean that it just died out or stopped. These movements were still going on, whether you wanted to be a part of them or not. And then you also have to look at um, our Black leaders. So after we did the Civil Rights Movement, they eventually killed off all of our Black leaders. They killed Mar- uh, Malcolm X. They killed um, Martin Luther King. They, um, If they didn't kill them, they tried to silence them either by the crack ep- epidemic that they brought in the 80s. And a lot of people died from that. That's On fact. top of um, just a lot of like controversy, silencing Louis Farrakhan. It's not like we ever stopped. These things are still going on. It's just, are you still a part of that movement? Do you still care about it? But there are always new processes that are put in place, jo- or laws that are put in place um, mm-hmm. as well. You just have to like research and look. I, I think they've I, been starting that with this whole uh, uh, George um, Floyd because, you know, they're trying to reform, you know, police is not using chokes and knees on necks and stuff. So I think they're actually, I see a little bit of improvement they're going in the right way. They just got to keep it pushing and keep it going. They can't let it stop. They can't let it go. And they have yeah. to do it as a people. There you go. Yep. Uh, anybody else? Chris, Darna? Anybody else got anything to say? Man, I, like you said, real, I, I never watched the whole video full through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because me, I haven't either. It, um, it's just the fact. The part that makes me upset is that, number one, the citizens around Washington couldn't do anything because they feared for their lives as well. That's Even right. though there is something uh, called, uh, what, a citizen's arrest? Yeah. But yep. there was four cops. Three three of them was, was on him. And then one mm-hmm. was, I'm like, how are you guys just, I'm like, he's already in handcuffs laying down. What can yeah. he possibly be doing? That's right. Yeah. Why, how, and how can you just stand there and, or kneel there and let that happen? And there's like a still shot of him the, uh, the dude, Derek Chauvin or whatever, where he's just right. looking down at him while his knee's on his neck. And that, I almost started crying. Yeah, the one where he got his uh, hands in his pocket, like it's just a nice walk in the park. Yeah, yeah he's just looking yeah, down yeah, at him. I'm like... Yeah, yeah. That pissed me off. Like it's I, I, normal. I couldn't, yeah, like, it's just the fact that other human beings can can watch another person. That's how desensitive we are when it comes to death now. You can literally be involved with killing somebody and not bat an eye or have a second thought as to maybe what I'm doing isn't helping his situation. And that's a power authority type thing. Yeah. Like, I just hate how it could go left. at a, Like, it happened to me two years ago. Leaving football, 10 o'clock, grass station over uh, in New Cumberland. Walked in to buy some leave. Turn to my right cop comes in after he saw sees me park, and I turn to pay. He he's like hand up with his hands on his hip. And I'm like he's like what are you doing? And I'm like buying a leave, and he's like let me see somebody ID. Like, he was ready to like to like you know do whatever oh, yeah. he could because I'm like and then if it wasn't for the register uh, the cashier who chimed in, the cop probably wouldn't even took like any other second steps right. he was like whoa he just came in and just went to the pills that's all he did like i'm like yeah and i was like look i grabbed exact change i don't have my wallet my wallet's in my car i'm like can i pay for this and go to my car and show you my id show who i'm not got to my car show my id he looks at it and gives it back to he's like just next time don't be so aggressive i'm like don't be so aggressive i'm like <laughs> 
Wow. You were the only person yeah. in this situation that had a weapon. I turn around with a leave, and, and you are your hand on hip, ready to shoot. I'm like, and I literally said to him, I'm like, look, sir, I understand you're a cop, but you're a human first. Have some okay. humanity. And mm-hmm. then he was like, yeah, well, da, da, da. I was like, got my car. And he followed me all the way home, too. Even though it was out of his jurisdiction. Yeah, cried which, the whole way. Yeah, that's harassment. Cried the whole way. I was shaking. I was crying the whole way. Unbelievable. You're so- I'm like, it's it's like somebody like me. Like, Lahai, you just met me, but they know me. I'm like the nicest black person you know. <laughs> the nicest black person. <laughs> well, he, would rob you, he would rob I you think- for your wallet and give it right back to you. I think that speaks on the fact and opinion that people say like, oh, all you have to do is be peaceful. All you have to do is pull your pants up. Like all you have to do is be respectful. All you have to do is comply. All you have to do is listen. You could do every single thing that people tell you to do and you would still end up being a victim because it has nothing to do with that. Yeah, it's only well, it's one bad, one bad like I could be having a bad day, but if a cop is having a bad day and you do or say something uh, that can like maybe push him over the edge, then that's what is over. But it's, it's just it's, it's just like you never know. That's facts. Uh, Darnell, get it off your chest, sir. I watched the the whole video. I needed to watch that video. I needed to watch the whole video just so I can channel that energy in. Um, that's the. A cop having a bad day isn't something I'm going to use. This is where I was saying before where the cops want to change with everybody. And when I say everybody in our community, they got to go out their way to make it for us. The problem is, is that America was built on corruption and racism and racism uh, soils. This is what it is. Uh, where you said, I think you said, well, we got to we gotta have a conversation about change. I think that's where you're wrong. We're in the conversation now of change. Um, Not a conversation about change. But where we're going, and I think that's where you're wrong. I think we're in that conversation now. I think you, what we're doing is they can't let up. They can't let up because we're making the government now have conversations on is the process a correct process? Are we holding cops accountable? Mm-hmm. Those cops that are not bad, because there are cops out there that are good, that are we making sure that they have the access to feel they need to speak up? I, I personally think that's bullshit that they gotta have that, but I understand that when you're around certain pressures, it can make you feel like you can't speak up. So I don't knock knocking for that, but I think we're in that time now. Um, this 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 case was it was nasty. Like he applied pressure because the people were telling him that he wasn't breathing, that he wasn't doing it. He didn't apply pressure because he didn't care. Like he knew everything he was doing. This is definitely a first degree murder, but uh, it's the it's, it's the government. We're we're dealing with a cop, so the law is made for cops. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I think it's 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 nasty. I think we can't get complacent. We can't be too calm either because they're only charged. They haven't been sent to go to jail or anything like that. It's a strong case that they can walk out of this not going it. I think they'll go to jail. I think I, I definitely for sure think the dude that had his, his knee on his neck is definitely going to be the one to take the the uh, he's going to be the one that make an example. I think even though I don't want it, I think the other other three is going to get off. They're not getting off. I, I think they're going to get off because of one being there only four days. The other one I think was only there for maybe a week or two. They they can easily run that. I'm not saying I want them off. I'm just looking at reality to it. Of, 
how the you know what I'm, I'm and I'm looking at reality too, and I'm looking at it from a point of all right. So the ball right now is in is in the government's hands. The government has a chance to ease the tension that's out here right now. Not 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 even ease the tension, but just take a little bit off of the tension. You know what I'm saying? If they make the right choice by locking everybody up, just like anybody else in America, if you're at the scene of a, if, if if you're any way at the scene of this crime, you're going to be charged with the same thing the killer is getting charged with. My gosh, it's so, more like take responsibility. Right. So if you choose to let <laughs> if, if you choose to let three off and take one, bro, that's not hot. That's not that's not agreeable. That's not agreed upon, and we apply more pressure. Simple as that. We should, but we have to. This is why I said we cannot let up. We have to. <clears throat> there's a strong chance that they can get away with the they didn't know or some type of excuse because of them not being there long in the in the um service of the police. There's a way that they can they can they got a good chance of getting off. I don't want them off. They need well, to because they were trainees or they were like new yeah, or they were in training. You can easily and because they have on cam on camera one of them saying, "Hey, I don't think you." He has a post. Can we? Should we turn him over? So yeah, what Ralph's saying is correct. They should be hit with charge, but because the law is made for police, it's a good chance that they can get off on this. I don't want them off. The law. I mean, there are laws that are for police, but the law is just the yeah. law. It's just made for the the citizens the in people. this country. The so, people. The law obviously. is made for the people. Okay, Every- who's doing an investigation for this? The law, right? Uh, uh, no, there's well, one I got. Uh, go ahead, yeah, states, uh, one of the state's attorney, I believe, from a, I don't even think from the same county. I think oh, from no. another county. What I'm saying is the way they're going to present it is how an officer is looking at it. So you're now taking a trial versus officers. It's not a judge making this decision. It's a jury. There, it's easy to present it as like, these dudes are freshly new and they're wrong. I don't want that. Me personally, they all got to be charged. Everybody got to do time because if this was two, if this was three black guys and one white guy, I guarantee the three black guys is going down. I, I guarantee you that in the police station. Same day. Same day. Hey, Lie, before you, before you get that off, Lie, I'm, I'm going to say I got a good feeling in my heart that they're all going to get what they deserve only because in the video you hear this guy telling you that he's dying. He cannot breathe. Like, you're hearing it and you just have... Four officers all together, one with the one with the knee in the neck, the other one's playing lookout, clearly. You know what I'm saying? And the other like you know what I'm saying, even if they were following direction, they were following a leader, you know when shit is going left and you know when you should tell something like, yo, fall. They all were in on it. Like if I was an officer there, I would tell my man, yo, get up what is you doing? Up off him. You know what I mean? I would push the nigga off him like and that like protocol. Yeah, there's there's absolutely no way. And before that, you know, they still got the video of them, you know what I mean, beating my man up in the back seat. Like, like, come on, it's way it's way too much evidence here. I hundred percent agree. All I'm saying is You next Lahai. You, you so we're, get your thoughts we're not, we're not out the water yet. We're still No, I know we're not out the water yet. Oh yeah, I know that. But I, I do like that America one, I like that we, we get to see this history. This is a historic moment. We've never had the whole world jump online of something that had to deal with us as a whole black culture. Never. This is the first time this ever happened. So I like that it's a historic moment. I like that I'm seeing white folks take some accountability and they're stepping in front of black folks. I like that I'm seeing a lot of white folks out here marching because I think that is part of the change, that you've got to have white folks in here with us. We've been marching. We've been speaking. 
But the fact is, when we marched in our past, you know, a couple decades, it wasn't white. It was some white folks, but it wasn't all white folks. And then you got Muslims, you got white folks, you got uh, um, Korean people, all different types of culture, and they're standing. So that's why I say to keep the pressure on their necks. Keep the pressure on their necks. We're already making them have conversation. We can make a change here and move forward with that. Lie. Uh, then we'll go TJ and then you. I mean, you. No, go ahead, TJ, because I feel like my point was kind of made when Darnell was talking. But I do want to just back you up in that and say 100% this is one of the largest movements in history as far as when it comes to Black civil rights. And I think that it definitely is a testament of the time period that we're in. And I think because we have proof to back up our stories this whole time, that's the only that's a big reason why people are finally like being like, oh, okay, you're not completely crazy. One thing I said, and I'm sorry, and then I'm done. But one thing I said to um, my mom, because I love talking to people that were around during the civil rights time and then I'm born during that time because I like to hear their view and opinion on it. Like, do you want us to peacefully protest? And my mom was like, I hope they keep going. Like, don't ever stop. And that was the one thing I love because her people before her were some of the ones that went through a, a like a harder time when it came to like standing up for their rights, especially, especially with my mom's family coming from the South. So, um, shoot, I was going to make a point. Oh, Florida I said from the South. No. And last name, you all throw my last name on here. Oh, my fault. Yeah, my fault. Uh, <laughs> my, but my mom's not a Fordham, but no, um, I was saying that the one beautiful thing about black people is <laughs> the one beautiful thing about black people is story. The art of storytelling is a part of our culture, right? So we pass down these stories from generation to generation to generation. We've always known it's been like this. They've always been killing us. It's always been injustice and inequality. But the best thing now is that people can see it because of media, because of cell phone, because of footage and actually believe us and for some reason kill us. You know what I mean? And now rally behind us. So that was all I wanted to say. See, I got you next, Jim. Yeah, uh, I agree with uh, Lahai. Um, especially now, like, with George's case, we were we were able to see from the beginning all the way into the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know a lot, of these, a lot of cases, you know, prior to this, there was not really much. There's some video, but it didn't show everything and all that. So, you know, tragically, you know, unfortunately, we were able to see all this. And I, that fueled a lot of people. I mean, even white people were like, uh, they're starting to like, okay, yeah, nah, this is starting to get way out of hand. They need to stop this. So I'm glad, I'm glad, you know, people are protesting. Everybody's getting out there. And I, I think all four are going down. The, the three might not get as severe charges as the bull that actually had the neck, uh, knee on his neck. But I don't think any of them is going to get off. I really don't. No, I don't think this time. I hope right. so. There's been so many different times in history where, I mean, it was blatant and you could, there was n- like no way that you couldn't have at least charged, um, convicted, mm. excuse me, um, a person Man. or a police officer and there have been riots and protests because all cops were acquitted and that's Absolutely. what we normally see so I'm hoping that we don't see that this time around because it's a slap in the face 
as a second class citizen in this country. Oh, we're, not even, we're barely citizens, period. But this is why I. I All right, after you, you're next. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is why I. <laughs> We prepare and be more focused and locked in that we're not finished yet. We got to see it all the way through uh, because we've seen the government change. We've seen it where it's clear as day uh, that it that they murdered, it was killed, and it was wrong. And they've been like, oh, no, we have no proof. There's It's not enough evidence. Uh, I think with this situation is because this corona happened and the, the timing of the officer was when everybody has nothing to do but pay attention. We've seen the same video with Eric Garner. Versus, he choked him out. This is different. He had his knee on it. So we've seen it, but I think the timing of that is the world was busy. Versus now, nobody had anything to do. So you get to watch this video and you watch it. You hear people saying it. You see it more than once. And when you see all the other videos they put in there, all the other videos be like, "Well, he was calm. He was sitting against the wall. When he got out the car, he wasn't too aggressive with you. You know what I mean? If you was just arresting them for whatever you're arresting them, nobody's arguing any of that. But I think just the timing that they chose to do this when nobody's on is making the world uproar. But I, I agree. I think they all will get hit. I do think um, the other three might get less charges. I want them all to to get charged. But I'm just until I hear it, I'm not a, I'm not I'm not running with they're gone. They're going down. I'm running with like I gotta hear it. Because I've seen this government switch the game before. So um, that's just my opinion. Though. All right, Jew, talk to these niggas, dog. All right, so uh, I'm going to stand on faith um, <laughs> because I feel like this it's a great thing. I'm going to shed light on the fact that everybody is all over the country protesting we for the same cause yeah. and everybody's standing together. So I think as a, as a people, I think it's very important for everybody to stick together. And I think it is um, completely different from back in the day when there were leaders who were leading these protests. And now you have the people who are leading the protests, which is very important because it speaks out as people um, as one. And um, I think uh, that these officers will all be charged um, uh, or will be held accountable for what they've done and being a part and being around it. Um, Due to all of the countries and states and everybody being involved, and it's very public um, nowadays due to social media and um, everything being viral. Um, So I say everybody, I say just everybody stick with it. Keep doing it and do it until we see more change. I I mean, there's change happening as we speak. I do. um, I just say continue to keep doing it. I do want to give a shout out to the youth, though. I think that's the difference with when our parents or, you know, uh, the decades before is that we didn't have, we had young, but the youth is really pushing this harder than, it's not just us, it's the youth, the youth is really in it. Like, i seen a young black man breaking down a lot of factual things to some people, and it wasn't like he didn't know what he's talking about, I'm talking about details, information, he did his homework. So I definitely want to give the youth uh, a shout out because they're they're being aware of the situation. They're being aware of that it, it affects them as much as it affects us, and you know they're they're doing something about it. And I think that's that's tough, and I think that's the uh, the difference with uh, this protesting that we have. We have more youth people speaking up and not being quiet um, and not being afraid to voice themselves. So, yeah, maybe. Right. Yeah, 
Hey, uh, did you guys hear about Sesame Street? Oh, sorry, say that again. <laughs> so did you guys hear about Man, Sesame Street? CP3 I think it's a positive thing. Uh, about them doing the whole racist episode or something like that? Wait, what happened? Yeah, uh, they, helping kids they understand racism. about racing. Elmo, and Elmo was talking to his dad about racism and what he didn't know about racism. And his dad was enlightening on how what was racism. It was I pretty cool. I didn't even know Elmo oh, had Elmo a dad. Oh, no, no, does that mean Yeah, Elmo got a dad and a mom. I'm not fucking with Sesame. <laughs> Elmo's <laughs> problematic anyway. Elmo I mean, but they did a whole, like, Sesame Street Elmo session. Uh, <laughs> allegedly. I'm pretty sure Elmo had some shit that had came out a couple years ago. They fired that Elmo with oh, a new Elmo. They, yeah, I was about to say, but they I, also I they had the kids back. on there, too. I, no, they, they didn't bring, bring that. Back, they brought the guy back, TJ? Did they say it was... Uh, facts. We need our fact proofer. Come on, he's with the facts, Chris. Come yeah. on. First of all, were you talking about the guy who, like, puppet Elmo? Yeah, the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he got. He was brought back because the allegations yeah. out against him was uh, false. But, yeah, I thought so. Mm-hmm. They were falsified. All right. Mm-hmm. I ain't fucking with Elmo. I nope. didn't know that. <laughs> cool. Black dude, I believe. Oh, yeah. He made a book, didn't yeah. Or a documentary. With his hand up a puppet's ass. Like, yeah. hey, come on, man. You had to take it there for a while. Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> right, I, was, I was tripping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, rest in peace again to George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and uh, what is it? Uh, Ahmed Arbery? Arbery yeah. Ahmed Arbery? Something like that. Ahmad, I think. Ahmad, that's what it is. Oh, you know what? Ahmad, Never mind. We'll get into it's, it's because it's spelled weird. It's spelled yeah. different, so it's a little hard to like say sometimes. Um, yes, a big RIP. Um, we send prayers and love to the families, and yeah, man, America is a crazy place. Um, let's see what we got here. You guys want to get on this Jews? This Jew breeze? Before we before we get into that, shout out to Jews uh, AirPods. Look like they finally came in. <laughs> oh yeah, the AirPods Pro. That, that's, that's probably really... why you're getting that bad connection. <laughs> wow. Hey. You All right. Like um... Grew into them. <laughs> I felt like I did. Yeah, them other ones was kind of longer than your boy. Oh, they was ancient. All right, guys. Um. Jubilees on, on Kaepernick and Kneeling says that it would disrespect the flag. How do you guys feel about that? Man, fuck Jubilees. I'm so sick but of I heard this he, flag crap. I heard he apologized. Yeah, but here's the problem. Long-winded. It was long-winded. Here's the problem. He, it he, was long-winded. He said the shit the day before, and then he apologized 24 hours. I'm not accepting that, boy. <laughs> you know, I, I watched Shaq and them talk about this shit. <laughs> Like they know Drew Brees and how he's a good dude. Fuck that. Nobody was talking about anything dealing with the military. And even when we get into the military, they don't even talk about the black folks that was in there. So it, it'd be crazy that you want to talk about your father, but we clearly was talking about one thing, and it's what's going on right now. I'm not trying to talk about black people. It's the art of deflection. So people do that because they don't under really understand why they feel some type of way. They just know that they do. So why don't I say it's because of these things when it really isn't? It's just that, A, you're not educated, and B, you don't want any other life besides your life to make you either, A, feel guilty, or B, seem like they mean more than yours. 
And so that I mean, he he sounded like he he sounded like he was educated about it afterwards. Yeah, later because he had to do a crash course in fucking inequality and then in social injustice and social systemic racism and all of that. You had to do a twenty four hour crash course and then apologize to the American public. For, yeah, for he probably long. he probably also knew that his job was on the line too. I applaud him for what I applaud him uh, for what he did for the Katrina thing. Cool. This shit ain't got nothing to do with that. This shit right here been going on way before Katrina ever hit us. Like this shit right here is a whole different thing. Like the problem is we we all have either experienced it or we know somebody that was our fathers that experienced the same thing that we experienced. Uh, the years before that, they experienced the same thing that we're experiencing now. That's that means it's never changed as far as a trend. I'm not trying to hear that shit from Drew Brees. Like, it's not acceptable. I hear what Shaq and all I'm saying. I'm not accepting that. Sometimes I think we we forgive too easy. It's cool if you feel that way. I'm not mad at that. But what I have a problem is, yo, shut the fuck up when you don't gotta speak about it. It ain't the time to be speaking about it. That shit ain't got nothing to do. What we saying is what's going on right now. You see that they're killing us for no reason. But you decide to go into a whole flag. Just say, yo, we fucked up and Cap shouldn't have been treated the way he treated. Y'all made him an example and it's clear as day. You don't want to say that. This is not the first time you showed your nastiness. We've seen the pictures with you and Trump chilling like, all right, Breeze, you can be that way. But shut the fuck up. So 24 hours for me, apology, I ain't accepting it. Uh, anybody else that want to, y'all go ahead and do that. But fuck that. I ain't fucking with you. Well, you, Breeze, can fuck my Oh, okay. So, um, no, just on that, um, (laughs) he also was one of the ones dealing. So, obviously, that whole thing wasn't real to you. You were just doing it because the rest of your teammates did it. And you felt like you had to. Right. So, obviously, you didn't believe in the cause and all that. So, it just shows you two characters. That's all that is. I'll give a I'll give a shout out as much as I hate the Cowboys. I'll give a shout out to Dak. He's been doing this. This isn't something new. He also I think donated uh, money to to create a some type of um, reform of them doing like being more workable in the police force and, and coming up with ways with that. I'll give him that because he's been doing this. This isn't him just coming out the you know what I mean Woodworks with it. This is some shit he's been working on. And I respect that. But TJ makes a, a great example. How you kneeling, but then you want to sit here and then sit on while we're kneeling. You never agree with that. You should have never kneeled in the first place. If you I'll be back. If you don't fuck with us, if you don't fuck with what we're, we're standing about, what we're kneeling about, I don't want to hear it. I'm tired of hearing people talk about this Kaepernick kneeling thing. Kaepernick kneeled, and he said why he was kneeling. It never was military. He learned from somebody in the military, like, the way they honor their people is by kneeling. So these stupid motherfuckers that's making an issue out of this is the more dumb motherfuckers in it because he got it from our military. And you're mad at him about something that's to do with what's going on now. Now, you know, now they're backpedaling, I should say. Because now it's like, damn, Kaepernick was actually right the whole entire time when we look at everything that's going on. But... Like I said, uh, fuck Drew Brees. I heard with Shaq, Charles, and some of the other athletes saying how he apologized, they accepted. Cool, accept that. I don't, him. I don't got to accept it. Oh, thanks. Like, I'm glad that he apologized and y'all accepted it. That don't got nothing to do with everybody else. I feel like what we do sometimes is those that do wrong, we go quick to forgive. And 
We don't always got to forgive. I'm not saying... Sound like what I was saying before, back in the day. Yeah. No, I, I remember him saying that. I, I think this is a prime example. Like, he purposely knew what he was saying. And then mm-hmm. 24 hours, because he probably got checked by a couple of his black NFL friends. Nah, he probably got checked by, by his uh, agent. Nah, nah, I'm telling you. His black, his black friends, like, he got... Nothing but literally within those twenty four hours, the the league itself had to say something publicly. Yeah, but like you gotta understand, yeah. have on his team, like he has Malcolm Jenkins, who was like one of the top people in the league. That's like up that speaks about black and just how. Yeah, but he can't he can't uh, be saying one thing opposite of what the league is saying. Like that's that's going to jeopardize your job if you run against what they're saying. They're not gonna fuck with him. He's not Kaepernick. Kaepernick, of course, but that's why he changed in 24 hours within the time that the league did, so that when it's black for the league to speak up, he had his apology ready. Nah, 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 white privilege and black privilege is, is way different. Like they don't. There's never been a white guy suspended like this in the NFL. Like for for kneeling. Like he apologized because. First of all, the yards that he caught, I'm sure that homeboy, what was his name? She did Mike Thomas. Am I saying that yeah. right? Mike yeah, Thomas. Yeah, Michael Thomas. His number one wide receiver. A lot of Drew Brees' stats come from throwing the ball to him. He He's nil. He's all about this black power thing. I'm sure he said something. Mike, like what I said, Michael Jenkins or whatever his name is. Uh, Michael, Malcolm Jenkins. Malcolm Jenkins. Oh, Malcolm, yeah, from Eagles. Safety. He's like one of the top dogs for speaking about blacks. I'm sure he called. I'm sure a lot of the black folks that you're, he's friends with call. But even um, I believe um, his old teammate that was the graduate from Susquehanna High School, Marcus Clark, also said something about that. And I believe he was shocked and he explained, you know, he wrote to Drew Brees on, you know, being as a black father and having black kids, you know. Yeah. But we go through every day and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Everybody reached out to him. He knew he messed up. For sure. So, 24 hours isn't acceptable for them. Because in that 24 hours, when you first said it, you didn't say it with the intent of it being about military. You said it because that was your way of saying, like, if I say black lives matter, all lives matter. That's your way of saying that without saying the word all lives matter. So I'm not accepting that. I'm not moving forward. I don't give a fuck how many black people uh, rock out with you. You can't say ignorant shit and then decide, damn, all these black people telling me I fucked up. Hey, I'm sorry. I stand with the... You don't fucking stand with me. You don't stand with me. You stand... That's cool. I'm not with that. Uh, Colin Kaepernick said that he's kneeling because... Uh, all this shit that we deal with as far as in the streets with the police and the corruption and all that. Well, hey, I had to... Oh, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying they blackballed him and then within mm-hmm. 24 hours after Drew Brees says this shit, we're like, oh, let's forgive him. No! No, nigga, you gonna get this treatment. Don't well, come I had to laugh because... <laughs> I had to laugh because, um, shit, what was I going to say? You had to laugh because. No, wait, it was, I forgot. I'm sorry, I forgot my point. All right, well, I'll go. Um, Just to (laughs) to finish up, um, for for Drew Brees, I feel like he's almost like a snake. 
as far as he nailed with everybody else and then came out and say that, I'd rather a person be true to themselves. If you want to say what you say and didn't kneel in the, in, in the first place, I, I respect you more than that than Drew Brees because then that just seems like he a snake and he'll double cross anybody. He don't care. I don't, I don't, I don't think in any of our, our in, in any black community we have a problem if you don't like us. Mm-hmm. We're not bitching and complaining. We're not protesting. We're not fighting. We're not doing none of that off of that's how you personally feel. What we're fighting about is the corruption, the, the killing us for no reason. The, the things of like, yo, if you don't like black people, I'm cool with that. My dude, we ain't got to be around each other. A job is a job. I come and do my job. I go do my thing. But when you're out here killing me and I'm literally taking a run in the neighborhood or you pull me over and I ain't do nothing, but you got your foot on my neck or your knee on my neck to the point I can't breathe and die, we got a problem. If you don't like me, go ahead. There's a way of still continuously policing and controlling us and keeping us in place. Yeah. And when they feel like we are out of place, then they do whatever in their power to put us back, if that even just means killing us. It's not even just out of place. It's like force. When you, when you Some type of force. When you, when you approach a white person, you approach them not aggressive. You don't approach them as you feel threatened. You don't approach them on nothing. You do your normal standard. But when you approach a black person and you feel like you got to have your hand on the trigger already, you feel like you got to just be so threatened with us and we ain't even doing nothing. I should have to change my tone and my voice to make you feel comfortable. Exactly. Fuck that. Like, I shouldn't have to do any of those things. I shouldn't have to be followed to go home. If you're not following a regular white person, don't follow me. Now, if I'm wrong and I'm doing wrong, you do what you gotta do. You hand on the waist and everything. But that's the same thing you do if a white person is doing wrong. You're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're seeing it with uh, Ahmad. His situation isn't even looking like it's looking more like it's racial than anything. Oh, for sure. Like oh, that one definitely is. Yeah, it, it shouldn't get to that point. So that's why I'm saying, like, I'm not taking that Drew Brees apology. It's not. It's not good enough. Go ahead. I, I remember what I was gonna say. I thought it was funny because when Kaepernick was kneeling, everyone ha- was in such a uproar about it, and he was the most pe- peacefulest protesting person of all. Right next to like some of our great leaders like a Martin Luther King in some ways. But then all of a sudden now when people are angry and upset, some most people are peacefully protesting. But of course with the looting and some of the violence that is also taking place, now they're like, well, why can't you just peacefully protest? You don't like when we peacefully protest. You don't like when we aggressively protest. You don't like anything. You don't want us to protest at all. Or you want to take it back to the 60s and 70s and 80s when you were beating our and 90s when you were beating our asses and spitting in our faces and doing all this different stuff while we are trying to just walk for just general general civil rights. Like, and, and I'm not even talking about just the civil rights movement. I mean, just for us to be treated as regular, like civil citizens. rights acts. Yeah, citizens here in America. And that, I also, I'm sorry, Darnell, this was a point I wanted to make earlier about the looting thing. I think that it's always important to remember that there are always going to be negative effects of protest and positive effects of protest, just like there are negative effects of war and positive effects of war. So when we go over to the Middle East and we bomb their entire fucking city and they don't even have a place to live and sleep at, the regular just civilians don't have a place 
to sleep and eat at anymore because you decided to destroy their entire, um, you know, community. Why are you expecting angry Black people that have been getting killed for the last 400, 500 years because now they're upset? I, I think you... I, I also think they need to realize the reason why they're looting. Um, I think this was approached to me, well, brought to my attention, which gave me some enlightenment. Um, the reason people are looting is because it's stuff that they can't, they can't get. Mm-hmm. Stuff that they can't have. So why not when they take a chance to go and <laughs> uh, stores that uh, the stuff that they want i mean it's, it's i mean that's you're gonna have people who are gonna take advantage of what you gotta stop watching porno but no uh bro you gotta mute um 100%, 100%, i said america was built off of corruption rape racism america's built off they of- have me mute no. No, nah, your st- your joint was going in and out. Amer- America was built off of racism, corruption, and rape. That's what it was built off. So when you say we should march a certain way, it's just showing the racism in America. With there's no there's no correct way. No matter what, there's always gonna be looting to any protest you do. But you have to remember looting starts from protest is a is a very even when it's peacefully, you can feel the tension. So there's moments where like you have somebody leading, they bring attention back down to keep it peaceful. When you, it takes one person to do one thing to set that trigger off. And that's what people not understand. A lot of the moments and, and earlier moments in like, uh, early in that, earlier uh, past weekend was like, one person triggered it off and it was gone, but you're going to get that. I'm not saying like burning down your, your same community is good. I'm not saying burning anything down, but I also understand that like, just when it comes to protesting, that's coming with the territory. Uh, but niggas is angry. You keep beating on an animal, a powerful animal for so long, it's going to be one moment when that animal rages. And when it does, it's going to get your ass at least once for you, before you make some changes to how you do things. So that's where the looping and all that bullshit is coming from. Yeah, what happens to a pot when you keep it on the stove for too long? It's going to boil over if you let it. So- that shit don't cook! Not, not mm-hmm. a bit it just disappeared. That's not was- true. Because... Someone was just having fun with it. I, I, the one, this, um, this guy uh, stole a forklift, I think from Lowe's or something. He was driving a forklift all around. That was funny. Yeah, like everybody has a role in it. Like protesters, mm-hmm. protesters and peaceful protesters, peacefully protest. Looting for real ain't even protesting, but you're going to have that. When you have protesters, looters know that's the moment they're supposed to strike. And when they strike, they go ahead. But it doesn't even matter because why are we trying to hold people to these certain standards when the cops don't even, like, keep the standard that they're supposed to when it comes to just doing their everyday job? And now all of a sudden, they want to tell us that we're too aggressive and we have to... You're going to tell us how to protest. Talk to the niggas. Not only have you been killing us, disrespecting us, doing all of these different things, treating us like trash. Not even treating us... Like, not even treating us like citizens. We just now were able to vote in the last 55 years. When you really look at that, that's crazy. Like, and, and when it comes to time and history, that is not a long time at all. So that's where we have, that's how we were looked at and viewed. Not even worthy enough 
to vote for the president of the United States, but whatever. So now all of a sudden when we're angry for how you treat us, then you want to tell us how to be angry. That's crazy. And that's called gaslighting. So at the end of the day, when you want to sit there and make me feel like it's not really a problem, you don't have to act that crazy. You don't got to do this. That's gaslighting because no, really what I should be is fucking tearing this shit up. But people are going to constantly try to control you and keep you in this certain place because that's what they want. Because it makes them feel comfortable so that they don't feel guilty, so that they don't actually have to do anything. So I'm not going to let someone tell me how I can be upset. If I want to loot today and protest tomorrow, that's what I'm going to do. Nigga, why? Okay. Good points, Lai. Great points. Great points, guys. Great points, everybody. I appreciate your points. Um, (laughs) Drew, I don't know about you. Dude, you're in- nah, you had some great points, my guy. Yeah, we was able to hear him. Julius, <laughs> your your phone or something started cutting out crazy. Uh, and this <laughs> uh, Wi-Fi here, brother. Uh, and the- yeah, my phone is uh, acting stupid. And the- stay off that uh, poor site. And that's why. Right. <laughs> You're gonna have to go to Rail's house to record, Jill. Get on his good old Wi-Fi. Rail don't like people at his house. Come through, Jill. You always. Oh, I'm sorry because of Corona. I'm having phone problems. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why you say it like that? All right, guys. Uh, moving on. We got uh, yeah. Michael Jordan will be donating 100 M over the next 10 years to nationwide organizations. Dedicating to ensuring racial equality, social justice, and greater access to education. How do you guys feel about it? Why uh, didn't you Ben do that? I mean, Jordan's Jordan. I don't have no opinion. Jordan, I, that's what's up. Good job. That's- whatever. Whatever. Good job. Yeah, like you should have been doing something. I don't know what he does, but I'm so annoyed with Michael Jordan. Like, I'm just like, whatever. Like, I just, whatever. If you want to throw a couple dollars to your community... I think George is one of those cats who's just always in his own world. So I, I just don't put too much thought to him. He's not the one I look to lead us in that situation or anything like that. Neither me. Selling kids. He's definitely not LeBron James. No, he's right. not. And, and don't get me wrong. I love Jordan. I think Jordan's a go. I, I, but I think when it comes to this type of nature, I always look toward LeBron's opinion and how he's moving. Uh, towards that. I don't look for Jordan to lead me in that. I think LeBron's more of a territory. So with that, kudos. We, uh, we appreciate it. People were literally dying over his sneakers. And what did he do for yeah. that cause? Again, like Jordan's a guy that's trapped in his own world. Like he's not. It's just Jordan. I, you can't expect those things that we expect out of LeBron. LeBron from day one has been very voiceless about uh, anything that concerns the uh, African American, uh, especially as a man. So, but I don't expect that out of LeBron. I expect that out of just like humans, <laughs> just from like just <laughs> common, just human like decency and behavior. Like, you can't think Jordan, Jordan's not human. Thinking that way, but you, Jordan's just living life. Jordan just lives in his own world. But you uh, humans, a lot of humans don't do that. So, it makes sense what you're saying. I just think you can't expect it with everybody. Every good, there's bad, and every love, there's hate. So, uh, like I said, kudos. But. Listen, Lahai, have you watched uh, the, uh, what was the doc- doc- Yeah. Nah, she ain't watched that. She tried to watch it. Uh, 
Michael Jordan would take the dinner off your plate. You better stop playing with him. Yeah, I'm sure he you would. better stop yeah. playing with him. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bully. Don't play with him. Oh, sure God. That's crazy. Anybody else take have dinner off anything else to say about this, Michael hey, Jordan? Yep. On the plane. We can move forward from Jordan. <laughs> All right, guys. Shout out to the Jordan. <clears throat> uh, what do we have next? This shit is hard to see. Uh, NBA will be back in season to finish the season and go into the playoffs. How do you guys feel about that? Who cares? Sorry. I can't wait. I need something. I bet y'all can. <laughs> Shout out, Jim. Uh, a bunch of people who do not have lives. What? Huh? Nigga, we was watching sports when I had a live. What do you mean? <laughs> I didn't say you didn't have a life. Sounds very guilty oh, of you. Talk to that nigga, Jew. Take that nigga to church. You gonna have to get on your laptop next time, boo. He said a bunch of niggas <laughs> don't got lives. <laughs> what would that apply for me and TJ that we don't have lives? Oh, we got lives. Um, there's Listen, other people who don't have lives. Work and I watch sports too. Okay. I don't think Jew was talking about you guys. I think he was just talking about people in general. Yeah, but. That generally puts us in that same category. Oh my God. Yeah, that's, that's if you want to fall people. in that category, sure. You'll fall in that category, sir. Talk to that nigga, Jew. You not fall in the category oh. to a bunch of people that watch sports is the ones that don't have lives. Where does that put us at? Dig me? You can't exclude us out. You can't say, except you guys and a bunch of people that have no lives. That don't make sense. Anyway. Yeah, weren't you a wrestler back in the day? Ooh, but, not a wrestler. No, he was a nasty I wrestled. I wrestled in high school. Toss me and throw me. <laughs> pin me, pin me down. <laughs> oh wow! Look, look at the <laughs> hate, Jew. Look at I'm the sorry, hate. Jew. One, I'm just adding in. One, let my back touch the mat. <laughs> Y'all nasty. <laughs> yeah, so dirty. It's too early. <laughs> I think it's great that the NBA is coming back. I'm loving this playoff. I hope they run with this after this. The playoff, right? Get rid of the East and West and just make it a whole, uh, just, it's almost like the NCAA, just a camera, but there's no East and West there. Right. Um, I, I like that. And I even like the the battle for the eighth spot. I think they should keep that too. That's kind of fun. Yeah. So, um, I'm excited for this. I'm actually excited to see how this goes. I hope these niggas is practicing. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be a little rusty, but. That's why I think they got, they're going to play like a couple <laughs> practices and a couple games and then uh, get into the season. Yeah, that's it. I was doing the same thing. So, yeah. That's sick. Um, moving forward, uh, we got YK Osiris and other artists have been putting on boxing gloves and squaring off. Uh, I've seen some videos of it. They all look like they trash in the hands. Same. Yeah. Trash in the hands. I'd rather them do it like this than uh, be out here in the streets just fighting. Not that each have, other. Yeah, I'd rather them just do it old school. Like, you'll put gloves on and y'all see each other. And I mean, uh, I've seen a video of them fighting. It don't look like they got any beef, but I'd, I'd just rather if you had any. No, it's just friends getting It's funny how they love. start off playing and then it gets serious. Yeah, I'd rather them get it out the way. Get it out the way there and versus. It well, it's like anything. If you hit somebody too hard, it's going to go to some serious shit. <laughs> I was just thinking that because I was, I was like, you ever see, like, slap boxing? Like, I always have seen, like, dudes, they'll get to play fighting and slap boxing until it gets serious. Like, so somebody gets slapped too hard, 
and then they end up like fighting. Well, how do women slap box? No, don't slap me. It's a wrap. Don't even touch me. <laughs> don't even don't even touch me. Don't like, slap that, me. Uh-uh. Don't, don't touch me. Don't slap don't, me. Don't hide me. Uh-uh. <laughs> don't even put your hands on me because now it's a fight. Like I think you like don't women don't be pops. playing. Yeah, women don't be playing Yo, like that. Don't slap me. <laughs> Yeah, I remember back then. she got glasses on. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. First of all, Chris, yeah. don't try to slay. But seriously, like, I have I'm glasses no, on. I'm no, I'm no, I'm no, I'm saying. It's a wrap. Look, I'm uh, saying, yeah, because I've seen somebody, when you slap somebody with glasses, they lose sight. They be like, hold on, wait a minute now. Who the hell? <laughs> Let me get my uh, eyes together. Yo, I've seen somebody's glasses get slapped off. Yo, I was in a fight once. Yo. This, this was like years and years ago. I was in this fight, and the first thing this girl does is I, punch me in my face and then knocks my glasses off. Then it's war from there. You know what I mean? Because now, like, you can't see. When am I going to stop? Go get my oh, glasses oh, put it back on. Oh, you going to blind me? To, oh, you oh, okay. Wait till I find my spectacles. It's a wrap. <laughs> you got to go for broke at that point. Anything can happen. I like <laughs> that. Do you know how much prescription costs and all that? Glasses? Yep. Yeah. You got insurance. Bitch, you yeah, broke my frame. <laughs> no, yeah, tell me, Lahai, another queen slapped the glasses off your face, queen? She punched the glasses off my face, and I had to, <laughs> like, really fight her for real. She came up <laughs> to me like, <laughs> Yeah. Did you, did you, did you avenge your, your eyesight? Yeah, I can, I can like, I can do a little something. Back when I was younger, I could kind of fight. Now I'm old. I'm like, yo, mm. I might like, if I fight now at this age, like, I'm gonna have to fight for my life. Like, mm. I'm gonna have to be doing a whole. Bunch You'll be of fighting two shit. people. You'll be fighting the person and fighting your life to stay alive. <laughs> I'd be winded by sixty seconds. That is no good. That is just not. Don't fight me. See now, what you do? What you do? You just set the print the time frame before the fight. Look, we're gonna fight for two minutes and that's it. Yeah. Wait, what'd you say, Rail? I didn't say anything. I was TJ. Oh, oh. I said who won? Oh, I won. You sure oh, lie? Okay. Mm-hmm. We might call it out. I mean your glasses is off. Did you really see what was going on in there? I, <laughs> I definitely said blur for blur. <laughs> Y'all still talk to this day? The girl I fought, I didn't yeah. even know who she was. Oh. What's was that the girl? Was that the girl you got room with that took a shit on you? Uh, <laughs> yo, he was waiting to work up to that. Mm-hmm. Open the door on that one. Oh, hey, boy. She left some ass me. on you, boy. <laughs> yeah. That was crazy. Me and my right. girl, she's going to be cutting around back her day, but not now. Moment. What'd you say, Joe? I'm mention her scarred moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right, um, that was the last topic of topics. Obviously, we probably won't do music choice of the week this week. Uh, we got some complications we got to work out with that. But uh, you want to like name them off so that way people can hear, like they can look that? it up. Yeah, that's a good All right, idea. so go ahead, Lai. Start with your song. Uh, what was my song? I had Joey Badass, Land of the Free. I thought it was very fitting for this time. I put a Ratchet song in first, and I was like, oh, let me take this out. I forgot we're in a movement. But honestly, like, music has really helped during this time. You know what I mean? Like, to just kind of, like, vibe out and forget about what's going on. Um, And I know I told you guys this last week, just really quick, but, um, you know, for myself, it was really hard 
you know, through these last two weeks with the whole George Floyd thing, like there were times when I really had to like get off the internet, listen to music and just like, you know, switch like just whatever I was like inputting into like my myself. So yeah, Joey Badass, Land of the Free. Last thing I want to say about this video too is the imagery of it is beautiful. Like not only are the words really great, but when you're looking at like just the whole visual part of the video, it's just absolutely beautiful. All right. Uh, Jew, you know what your song was, my guy? My song was Better by Kid. <laughs> okay. Is he all right? Is he all right? <laughs> is he all right? <laughs> Did he pass uh, out? It's for a new album. It's, it's time for a new album. Okay. Number one. Fire. Song was better by Kiki Wright. I, I mean, not Kiki Wright. Uh, uh, TJ, you want to give a song, sir? Uh, mine's from uh, Otis Redding, one of the I believe king of runs. Mm. He can uh, he can sing them runs. Um, change is gonna come. Like a different, ver- a little bit of different version. Well, uh, the old. Um, oh, now I got brain fart. Such a white thing to say. Yeah, the original of uh, "Change Gonna Come." Um, Jeez Louise. Sam Cook. Hell is his name? Yeah, Sam Cook. Um, definitely been playing that song for the past. Little week and a half. It's just it definitely hits home. You know, I love this song. I've always loved that song, but we definitely need change. Definitely. All I right. love that song too. It reminded me of um, Dipset. Remember when Dipset redid that? Dipset, <laughs> Dipset, Dipset. What? Yeah. No, you just made it corny. All right. Uh, Darnell, you want to get on your song? I'm going to take a Sam Cooke song and then switch it to. Dipset. Yeah, that's nasty. That was dope. Uh, that song was by uh, Kiana Lede. Uh, Cancel, I think that's what it was. You're trying to bait us with this song. I felt like this was like, could have been like controversial. Like if we would have <laughs> talked about it, it would have been an argument. Because I'm very surprised that you put this in. Well, it would have been an argument because whatever thoughts you had. I just feel like with the dialogue that she has at the beginning of the song, and she's talking about basically men are trash, they're canceled, la la la. I was surprised you put this song in here because when I put Tmar, that's facts, kind of love in here. Y'all Talk trying to, that to eat me alive. Talk that mm-hmm. nigga. Talk to that nigga, lie. So I just think it's interesting. Cook on that nigga, lie. <laughs> His face is killing me because he's frozen with that Batman sweatband mm. on. Immature. The <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, Dark Knight Rises. Chris, you want to give him your song, sir? Oh, um, this is what Tyra by Ye Ali. Yes, sir. Make yes, me sir. dance. <laughs> okay. I like Ye Ali. It was on. It was on a, lot, uh, a lighter note for the week because I went through the same thing Lahai said she went through. Like I had to get off the internet, and I was like, I need some type of new music in my life. That's that song is ratchet. What do you say? What do you say? Huh? He said that song was ratchet. Uh, um, how is it a tool? Because <laughs> a ratchet, a ratchet is a fool. Dang, he's, he's truly frozen. Is he frozen? <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Oh, this is trash. Super trash. <laughs> oh my God. Am I frozen? I'm just silent. I wasn't Yo, you that. sound like the first three episodes <laughs> of Star Wars. <laughs> RT- <laughs> when, uh, what's his name? RTD2 gets stuck in places, just breaking <laughs> in and out. Um, My song was Marvin Gaye, What's Going On, because that's what I want to know what the hell's going on. Here. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. That's not on. funny, but. Um, and yeah, <laughs> that's everybody's songs of the weeks. Look them up if you want. Right, say, are these my Trump hands? Look them up if you want. Who cares? It, it, uh, it, could, it could be better, it could always be better. It could always be better. <laughs> He's the worst. Yeah. He the songs are marvelous. Feet. Everybody has marvelous songs. He's like, no, you have the no, best no, songs of the country. Nobody farts like me. Okay, <laughs> I, I have the best farts in, in the West Wing and the right ring. Uh, you can smell it all day if you want. I can bottle it. We can sell it. We can make oh. millions, millions. Bring, bring in more jobs uh, for farts. But uh, what, 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 what we we're going call to it do sniff stiffs. What we are going to talk about is choosing it and why. <laughs> he, need, he needs, he needs an upgrade. He needs to cover eyes and fires. He needs it right now. I'm going to veto the bill. Put it, push it right through. Push I'm actually right not through. using my internet. Oh snap! Oh, what? So, <laughs> what? Um, okay, I'm gonna I send you another stimulus check. Uh, phone problems. Oh, I'm gonna send you a new iPhone. <laughs> that new stimulus. It sounds like a seance happening. <laughs> We're trying to summon somebody. <laughs> and they're coming in faintly. <laughs> All right, guys. So, does anybody want to add anything else before we close out here to the beautiful people? Enjoy the sun while you can. I'm going out. Yeah, it's supposed to be beautiful garden. weather. Continue fighting. Continue fighting. Yeah. Rel, you're going outside. Yes. Probably going around the corner. I got to finish uh, some gardening tactics out there. I bought a hose, guys. That's nice. You know, really gardening is therapeutic. Yeah, me and my wife planted some flowers uh, the other day. But not everybody has a green thumb. Right. That's I nice. Don't. I cut the grass. I edged it up this time, T. Uh, it's looking really edged, good out there, man. You edged it up. I edged it up this time, guys. Mm, all right. Five. I trimmed you gave the it trees. A lineup. Okay. Yeah, man. I trimmed the trees back, T. You know, I went full throttle yesterday. I didn't go lazy mode. Uh, we got some, uh, uh, you know, we did a lot, man. We got some, some dirt for the garden. We took, pulled all the weeds, man. We were really out there grinding it out. So my, my, uh, my garden looks presentable on my block now. I don't look like the trifling crack house anymore. Your house yeah, never looked look like, like a trifling crack house. You haven't seen it. You didn't see it with the weeds. Like the LA Negro house. <laughs> when the weeds came through, it was looking like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's looking way better now, and I appreciate that. Good, good. Yeah, man. Just, Anybody uh, have anything else? Yeah, um, just filling those uh, dead spots in the ground. That's what I want to tell you. I bought this. I bought. I bought some fertilizer, boy. I'm gonna okay. go out there today and get that filled in. You know <laughs> what I mean? So let's go. Well, I'm happy for you, but y'all sound real trash. How is that trash? Right y'all just sound like old men. You rather hear me well, talk well, about hi. pushing the pack? Yeah, you know, I, yeah, I know I lie. I know lie, man. I like that energy. Yeah, I know, yeah. The packages came in. I understand. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm going to go out here and fill these holes in the day. You know what I'm saying? I'm really proud, you know. I took really great... I take pride in my yard right now. That's nice. I think that's nice. Yeah. 
I do. I think Rel needs it. That's why I'm saying that. Because I think it's important for him to do things like that. It's good for your mental health. No, I was about to say like, <laughs> he needs outlets. Mm, I, I think you need outlets for yourself. I agree. I need outlets. That's a great, you know what? I was just talking to my wife about that. Needing yeah. outlets. Yeah, I agree with you there. And doing it with your best friend? Yeah, it was great. That's nice. Yeah, it was great. We stuck it out. Uh, Julius is frozen. <laughs> I just realized he's real froze. Look at his face. I they got to stop coming at my man. This is crazy. Um, he looks crazy. So, yeah, that's that's watch that poor. <laughs> that's where what? we're at with it, guys. That's where we're at with it. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad we back. Right. Nah. Hey, 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 hey. Yo. Hey, you sound like Zap and Rogers. You're using that computer love. Oh, <laughs> uh, is this the uh, Teddy Ryler ch- uh, challenge? It could be. Damn, I can't even mute my man. Testing that T phone, that T pain. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! All right, guys, we're happy to be back. Hopefully, we can yeah, definitely give you guys content. Give you guys content, and uh... <laughs> yeah, that nigga lagged out. That <laughs> shit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> uh, so hopefully, you guys will enjoy this show. I know it's a little. A little different, but uh, we're getting used to it. Yeah, it would definitely be better. Anybody want to add anything else before we close this out? Chris, I'm gonna need you to step your fat game up. At one point, TJ didn't know Sam Cook, and you didn't pull it up fast enough. Okay, what else is there to say? There's a critique. I took <laughs> <laughs> Moving forward, I'll, I'll make sure I'll make sure my facts are fake. Facts are facts. If they're not fake, I'll make sure. Everybody. Did everybody in here vote the other day, Tuesday? No, but I tell you what, I am voting this year though. This will be the first time I ever voted. Really, Chris? Yup. Me too. I voted on. Uh, look, 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 hold on. That voted. disappoint. That disappointing sigh. I didn't need that. You already critiqued no, me once. I know. I'm sorry, Chris. I'm really trying to come from a place of sisterly love and not judge you. Better late than never. But I am going to judge Darnell. You never voted? I don't agree to Electoral College. So I have my reason. Why. Our ancestors died and protested and fought so that we could walk to a poll and push a button. But it, look, honestly, I think it's almost the reason why I have it is pretty much the reason because of what Darnell just said. Like, think about it this way. The, the civilian vote truly doesn't count because it comes down to electoral votes. I understand Which electoral college, right. for sure. Yeah, but we can't. We, we can't. We our votes do not affect electorally. So really it doesn't really count. Even exactly. though I understand the, the whole myth of our not even myth, I understand the whole thing of our ancestors fighting. Yeah, but Darnell, after I did some research, the only the only way we as civilians affect the electoral vote is by getting the senators and governors of the party that we support to, to be the ones that have that electoral vote. So the yeah, presidential because- vote comes after voting in all like the senates and governors and stuff but we truly have to yep. the, the 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 main the re, the main 
uh, voting that we should do is for like the ones that's like held every two years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And obviously, you. I just was saying why. Which was Tuesday. Because you don't even like vote in those elections either. The thing is, yes, you should be voting for your like local government for sure. Because at the end of the day, they are the ones that have that final vote, but they usually do go off of the majority. But in instances like Trump, this most recent time, they didn't go off of the, you know, their vote. So that is very frustrating. Facts. And then it's it's also like you you already know society's against you. So, and all the the loops they put you through to to get you to vote. Who changed my name on here? That was me, sir. Oh jeez. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. No, that's fine. I, I don't care. <laughs> I, mean, I care. I care. I care. I care, but not. But, but, my said. hands are small Daddy and my heart now. is big. Okay. Okay. That's nasty. My Daddy hands are small and my heart is big. Okay. No, Chris, I can understand why you're saying that you don't vote. But He's, I think it is important to I, vote. And you just sat here and said you don't understand why I vote. I didn't vote. I didn't say After I didn't understand. I said I'm judging you. Judgment, but judgment comes without understanding. <laughs> exactly, and then he explained why, and you hopped on his bandwagon. I didn't. I said, mm. well, talking your Batman voice. I didn't say that. Uh. <laughs> Batman's white. I'm black. Oh, uh, it's all—it's all about how you perceive it, okay? Because he's the Dark Knight, whatever, whatever. I don't. I'm representing the Dark Knight. Oh, Chris is so witty. You might be in yes. the dark, night. but I was born in the dark. <laughs> yep. Ouch, boys. Oh, man. All right, guys. All right, I got to do some yard work. You guys have a good day. You're do doing yard work, work, too? I, look, that's what I do. I, I, cut, I cut grass for a lot of people. Get paid to do it. Need help? Uh, huh? Need help? You want to help me with my yard? Are you really going to say yeah? Yeah. I was just sitting out fire, but <sighs> something like it's beaming out there. I don't think I'm built for it. Nah, the wind's blowing. You'll be all right. Actually, it's pretty cool today. It's not going to be hot. Yep. I, I got to take care of business. You said, all right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of French for Life for Dodge Ryan. Uh, we'll be back next Sunday to give you more pleasure for your ears, uh, more eargasms, if how I like to put it. And uh, it's been real. Talk to him, Daddy. We're out of here. You.